Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about when we talk about faith. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Leslie. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? It's our 150th yes, episode. Yes, yes. Can you believe it? I can. I can. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So can I. I can. <laughs> I'm a believer. That's the person who's edited them. Yes, I can. I bet you can. can. You I can also. Far more so than me. I Absolutely. can also believe it. That being said, what a journey we're on so far. No kidding. 150 is kind of a funny number. Like it's it not is. like 100 where you're like 100, no. man, 200. But it's it's worth saying <laughs> yay it's about. It's the magic of numbers, you know. I feel proud of us that we stuck with it. No kidding. 150. <laughs> Wow, it's been it's been it's fun. Our heart, our heart goes out to our listeners, right? As well. <laughs> you guys are brave. You guys are brave. But I think a lot of friends have found us more recently too. So Agreed. welcome. Yes, the indeed. Water's warm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. We're glad to be here. We're glad to be continuing doing what we're doing, putting a little little candle in the episode and saying yay, yay! It's a podcast birthday. So what are we? chatting about today a rant <gasps> yes <laughs> it's not just rant. me for once <laughs> there you go. it's not just me. i wanted to join in and have some fun join in all right are we yes. ready um, let me buckle up <laughs> i'm ready here it goes here it goes um so in the in the things that i've been reading and listening to about the life of communities of faith how they're growing not growing mm-hmm. what's exciting what's not mm-hmm. the word innovation is just innovation it's everywhere yes and it's not just in the life of the church it's everywhere it's everywhere right yeah can't miss it no and i actually love the word it's great good, word sure yeah. innovation and truth be told uh, probably the church could have been using this word a long time ago <laughs> To its benefits, so possibly I couldn't possibly imagine what you mean. I'm hoping it's going to be better <laughs> later than never. Um, but I, anyway, so I'm really I love this, and I'm trying to do some thinking about innovation. There are courses being taught in it. A lot mm-hmm. of exciting things happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do a little segue over to a story. Okay, part of my Instagram, uh, whatever followings, and. Uh, because I've been looking for some physical therapy stuff. Sure. You know, hubcap falls off here and there looking for <laughs> repair the body in whatever way possible. You know. I found this awesome uh, physical therapist on Instagram. He posts fairly regularly. Love is material. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I think he's gearing himself kind of towards my age, maybe a little bit north of me as well. And so one of his comments is that he will demonstrate an exercise mm-hmm. on Instagram. He'll say, hey, try this. And let's get better, not older. Mm. And I didn't catch it right away. Yeah. But when I gave it some thought, I realized, you know something? Why can't being better and being older be good friends? Yes. Right? Why yes. do we have to separate them like that? And guess what? We're all getting older. So every day, let's make friends with that reality as well. Yes. So having thought about this in the context of innovation mm-hmm. uh, reminded me that quite often I will hear phrases like, um, the in the church, that is, the old ways aren't working anymore. Okay. <laughs> what what old ways? <laughs> which, which old ways are they? <laughs> keep going. <laughs> right. More information, please. Why are they not working and what are they? And then yeah. the other... The other 
statement that's often used in concert with it is, it's time to try new things. Okay, what are some of those new things we're supposed to be trying? Right. And um, one of my big concerns about this is that in a, in a leadership environment or in a leadership in an environment where we want to grow and we have good leadership, clarity is important. Yeah. And if you simply say to a group, the old ways aren't working anymore, well, what does that mean to them? Right. You know, it's not clear. It's ambiguous. And try new ways of, of, you know, again, what specifically are we talking about? Right. Right. So I just think that where we're trying to get better mm -hmm. as we grow older mm -hmm. and as we're trying to respect what has gone before us yeah. and be open to what's in front of us, how can we give some specificity to this? Right. Uh, so one of my little missions in life now is that when I think about so-called uh, old ways, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the, the things that churches have been doing over the centuries like serving people, singing hymns, mm -hmm. playing music. These, I think, are the old ways that we're talking about, sure. right? Uh, practices and disciplines that have been utilized for hundreds of years by people to grow their faith. Right. So what is it about those so-called older ways that can be uh, refreshed mm -hmm. or revitalized if they need to be? Sure. Just as we need to do that with our physical bodies as we grow older. Yeah. Right? And if we're saying try new things, uh, how can we be as specific about that as possible? Mm -hmm. So maybe the new thing that we're trying is actually just a slightly different version of what we might have called an older thing. Right. Right. And I was I was very struck by an example in the life of um the congregation in terms of a service endeavor where the congregation was preparing for uh, they were going a group of people were going to go to New York City, reaching out to those who are homeless and providing some basic essentials, but also serving food and having time for human interaction. But one person in the congregation wanted to, to help collect some of the items that were going to be brought to New York City, essential hygiene items and so on. And so the collection for that was not done in the church. Um, it was done in the church, but in addition to that, it was done with a major neighborhood gathering yeah. over two, three hours, one Saturday afternoon in someone's home where people were, you know, invited to bring all of these things, spend yeah. time together. You know, 30 some people were milling around, talking and chatting as yeah. their children collected these items and sorted them. I thought, now that is an older way of doing something mm -hmm. and giving it a newer form. Yeah. Made it so fun. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. This is making sense. Yeah. So that's that's my rant. I love everything about that. Because <laughs> I think there is a tendency to, uh, to use a terrible saying, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Right. Of like, this thing doesn't work. Let's chuck it yep. and start from scratch. Yep. Um, to use another terrible phrase, to reinvent the wheel, right? Like to, to say, this mm -hmm. isn't working. What's an entirely new thing mm -hmm. that we're doing? Um, it puts me in mind of... We had a whole, uh, a wonderful Saturday program with a gentleman whose name is completely escaping me about all about millennials. Mm, mm -hmm. And I was feeling scrappy walking in there that day. I will tell you as, as your then resident millennial, <laughs> I was feeling like, oh, okay, great. What are they so, saying about my people? Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. Defend my people. I felt a little bit like, like the, a so-called expert <laughs> coming to talk about like those youngins, right. you know, I which know. they're now, uh, we're now apparently elder millennials now. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're apparently old now too. So it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's happening to all of us. It happens. It turns out every day we get older. Um, 
<laughs> but I was feeling, I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a real millennial because like I play the organ and I collect oh fountain pens yeah. and I have a vintage typewriter. And he looks right at me. He goes, oh, yeah, you're a nostalgic millennial. <laughs> Oh, there you so are. Apparently, there's like four different categories of millennials, and I fit right solidly there's in one. There's probably four of you in that niche category. Pro- well, you know, <laughs> it's it's an elite club, <laughs> but we are marked by our um, affection for um, things that some people would discard, right? And right. have both beauty and function is what mm-hmm. I like to think of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the joy. And you and I actually bonded the first time you and I met over our love of fountain pens. Right. True story. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> and so I think, you know, and I think I've, I heard I heard recently um, the church had a program. They were talking about furniture and about how the quote I heard was like, none of the none of our kids want our brown furniture. <laughs> Which as an owner of brown furniture, I can appreciate it is, it is a thing. But, you know, this idea that what is old, some people, you know, what is old does not have value and what is new has inherent greater value. Right. And I love this idea, too, of of the repackaging or the re... I almost think it's re-energizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think once we do anything over and over and over again... Mm it maybe starts to lose just some energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in, so if in any we, aspect of life, anything, right. You know, and I'll admit, you know, we get to our Christmas celebrations every year. And I mean, all year I, I feel like my job, I want to bring new energy to things, sure. bring new, new voices, new hymns, new songs, new, new, new. And then I get to Christmas and I'm like, I want to, and then I have to realize, Oh no, we are going to sing joy to the world. Right. We are going to sing, we are going to sing these same. I could probably play with one hand blindfolded at this point. Sure. That doesn't make them any less meaningful. Nope. And nope. so the challenge for me as the director of music is to find in that my own new energy hmm. so that I'm presenting it in a way that feels fresh enough, but I'm not changing it too much. Right. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I think that's a beautiful description. And something in what you've said... Um, puts me in mind of a friend of mine who's uh, been a journalist for many years. And he actually had, he was responsible for covering religion for a fairly major urban newspaper. And he loved doing it. Yeah. And he had his desk, he said, was notoriously, you know, recognized as the most full of disarray, all these notes (laughs) and books and things people sent him and ritual objects and you name it. But, But he said one day, he found that he had lost interest in it. Hmm. So that does happen in life, mm-hmm. right? It, it happens. And it wasn't as if he had said, you know, that the older ways aren't working. He still recognized the value in them, but he recognized that his experience with them needed to change. Hmm. He had to find a different way to enjoy them, experience them, write about them. So that, that became part of a new adventure in his life. Right. And we all benefit from that. Right. But sometimes we find it hard to let go of that one thing in order to, as you said, to find the place where there's the greater energy. Yeah. So I'd like to think that wherever we are, whatever stage of life we're at right now, we're asking that question. I guess just stopping to ask questions, first of all, like, Mm -hmm. why doesn't this have 
energy, try not to use the language of, you know, it feels old Mm -hmm. because older things, older people, older ways have, Mm -hmm. you know, can be treasured and cherished, have to be. Absolutely. And, uh, and again, as you've said, the new isn't always necessarily the default next best thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, It might be, but we won't know until we investigate it, until we experiment with it. Right. Right. So I think that's part of what we're 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 at this stage right now where we have an opportunity to think very deeply about some of our most cherished traditions and ask if they need if it feels like they need new energy how can we do that yeah and i think so much human thought everything air quote old was new at one point absolutely yeah and was given depending on what it was various levels of thoughtful consideration mm-hmm. was meaningful to However, you know, tons of people, depending mm-hmm. on what, you know, I'm speaking in vague terms here, but it makes me feel like sometimes with those maybe traditions mm-hmm. that we can find in them something um, that's been deeply thought about mm-hmm. and that connects to our humanity in a very specific, in a very like deep feeling way. Sometimes I feel like with, with new shiny things, I'll make the comment of like, it doesn't have a soul. Mm. You know, it doesn't have that that depth, right? You uh-huh. know that I feel like um, that that can be found in in things that have been worn by the winds of time, worn by the ocean, you know, right. and given they've been given their test, right? Like so, a hymn, you know, the poetry has been worked on and worked on and worked on and worked on for decades. Um, and so it's interesting because I was actually having a conversation with a friend about how there was a movement maybe like 10, 15 years ago in like contemporary Christian music where they would take an old hymn. Oh, yes. And then like mash it up with a new song. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, all right. Which I actually, I like uh-huh. as a, if I'm going to listen to it, like I enjoy that. Yep. But it, to me, it definitely feels like you're taking something that, has so much depth and value and being like, I'm going to use that to give my song depth and value. And we see that in music all the time. We see sampling done mm-hmm. of like, you know, all these, you know, you see tracks, little bits given to a new piece mm-hmm. to give it, to give it that thing. And also catching, catching something in the human ear that we've, oh, we've, I've, I've heard this before. Sure. So I connect to it more quickly than something that's entirely new. You know, you see this in music all the time. Everyone's... <laughs> referencing each other. <laughs> so next I was saying stealing or referencing. There you go. Sampling. Um, but it's an interesting way of, of that that borrowing and, and the conversation between what's existed before uh-huh. and specifically not using old and what's being newly created. Right. You know, and when we use that wet that width and depth and breadth of knowledge and experience and creativity then you know I think we're all the more better when we when we look at something new. Yeah. Um, and also, kind of, I'm going to join your rant because it feels like there's nothing new anymore. I knew that I would. I'm here. <laughs> I'm on board. It feels like nothing is new. It feels like anything new. You're like, yeah, that. Ha- we've done this before, guys. So I, <laughs> the question I always ask when I when I read something about something that a church has tried, and I hear this thing, well, we're, we've decided to do a completely new thing by dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. I always ask myself, uh, is it possible that I've seen that done before? Yeah. 
And I would say 99% of the time, yes. And it, look, even, even a lot of the work that we did online, mm -hmm. right, was kind of hearkening back to a time when the church began to put itself on television. Totally. Right? And so we did it in... We, maybe we did do it using some, we certainly used new technology mm -hmm. and we were able to add embellishments to it that didn't exist before, but still the idea of communicating, you know, using whatever technology is available at the time, it's been around for a while. Yeah. Just the bar for entry is just so much lower because technology is so much more um, widely available at reasonable prices. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think it's, I think, I think it's actually a very exciting time to explore the interface between what we call our traditions. Mm -hmm. And I think, as you said, you know, that which has not yet come into being mm -hmm. and, and help there to be a really great conversation between, you know, something that we refer to as older and that which is better. Keep these two things together. Yeah. Let's not divide them and think how life continues to have great value all across the age span and how we can help each other to draw that forth. Uh, let's get older and better and better and wiser. Yes. And more energized. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And thank you all <laughs> for listening. Roundhill Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Roundhill Community Church. For more information, please visit roundhillradio.org. <laughs>